0: Hey, hey, all you Arizona lovers. This is the Finding Arizona podcast, episode number one, a remastering. My name is Jose. I wanted to give you a new intro for this episode. Number one, because I never got a chance to actually do an intro for the first episode. So I'm going to play this one all the way through. My name is Jose. I started this podcast as a means to just meeting people. I wanna just take a moment for myself to dedicate this podcast to my son, Atlas. I started this podcast lost and without purpose with this podcast and every single individual who has come on to this podcast, I found myself and I found my voice. My hope is that the legacy of this podcast will last for every single individual who's listening to it and every single individual who wants to be on it But I also hope that it lasts in the sense that you, my son, can understand that the legacy that I'm trying to build here is to continue a voice for the voiceless. I hope that you one day can find your voice and that I can bring you purpose or something through this podcast. That was my little tidbit and my little corner to my son and my dedication to him. Now, to the individuals and to every single episode that you're about to listen to, these people are great. And thank you to every single person who's come on this show. Without you, this wouldn't be possible. And I wouldn't be a changed man, so. I want to just dedicate every single time to every single listener. Thank you. And you will hear me say that every single time in these intros. I hope to continue this podcast forever and ever. Let's ride this out together. Let's have a good time and let's encourage others by promoting them in this in their voices and giving them a chance at the table. So that being said, let's go into this episode. This is episode number one of the Finding Arizona podcast. I will see all of you in the future episodes and more episodes to come. Catch you later.
1: Okay, I think, yeah, I think we're good to go. I think all things are the hot. Thing hot. We are hot hot stuff going on right now. Uh, Welcome, guys. Uh, This is our very first ever podcast, and I am here. uh, We are here with the comparable, oh-so-good-looking, amazing, I could describe that, charismatic. Okay, I think we're getting a little too self involved in you (laughs) right now. Well, we are at the Tempe headquarters of Give Back Printing and Branded, located in the wonderful Tempe, Arizona, with the one and only Drew Raynor. Is that my fucking Oakley jacket?
2: Yeah, I just found it and it was freezing, so I threw it on.
1: Oh my god, I I think this thing's been here for weeks. I've been looking for that fucking everywhere. (laughs) Jesus. Well,. Enough said, you're a very first guest, and we are I don't know, I It's, it's an, an honor. honor. It's a privilege. It's an honor and a privilege because uh, let's 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 get this off the bat. I fucking love this guy because of two reasons. One, I mean he's just plain good looking, and two, he's actually helped me start my very first business and he's he's put me underneath his wing. Just put me on the map. And just put me on the map, even though I have little to no sales to show for it. The map is small. The map, yes, it's a, it's a very minimal map, but oh, I mean man. it's completely owned by you. Um, so yeah, so this is, uh, you know, I I I should just tell you off the bat. You can say whatever you want, but let's. Oh, I know shit. <laughs> damn. Um, so yeah, I mean we basically wanted this to start as an opportunity to kind of highlight and show off everyone in Arizona that you and I meet. I mean, you, you meet someone every day because you own this print shop. Um, But like, you know, I, I get to, I get to be the second in command. Don't mind all the ruffling. He's He's doing something right now and he's working. I like to call it work. <laughs> he's working while podcasting. So so this is my like one chance to grab him while he's sitting down and not doing any well quote unquote not busy.
2: <laughs> Minor work is not
1: busy. <laughs> Minor work is not busy, yet. Seriously. Uh, so Drew, you started give back printing how many years ago?
2: we started this in march of
1: 2013 wow march of 2013 now did you always want to kind of like cuz the way the way that I met you was I met you here on your grand opening sure. of the of the startup and I just basically was, I, at the time I was thinking about doing the t-shirts and I was like doing, I had mold over a couple of ideas. We had like one t-shirt in mind and we were like, okay, well how, my brother and I were like, how do we go about doing this? Because it would be out of, outrageously expensive to do it, to pay someone else to do it. And we wanted to learn how to do it. We just didn't have the resources to do it. And I actually drove by your work here setting up and i just was like i'm gonna ask this guy and i got lucky because you're like oh yeah we teach people all the time or i teach people all the time you
2: barreled in like a bull in
1: a china (laughs)
0: shop i never
1: (laughs) never (laughs) once did you ask me to leave you were just like okay i could i could use someone of his stature around me at all times no it was awesome
2: yeah you walked up Mm -hmm. said what you wanted to do
1: but, that, the, but in a sense, that was like what you wanted to-, to Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah. No, it
2: uh, kind of validated the business idea since mm-hmm. I can't find another business like this, so I made the <laughs> blueprint up myself.
1: Yeah. So kind of uh, let the, like break it down. Like how, what was the dream? What was the goal? What was, you it know- Since like, I was a little kid, I was
2: thinking, I really want to print t-shirts. <laughs> 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 um, no. Started with uh, a non profit actually, where we made custom t shirts and sold and used the profits to benefit someone in need. Oh. <laughs> Speaking of working, <Oregon, laughs> got love this client. Yep. Well, who is it? That's Jerry. Oh, ah, I can't do it right now. Air that. Air that. (laughs) Jeez. Um, Um, Yeah, so what had happened was we were going to a local print shop here in Tempe, and uh, we were paying $28
1: a shirt. What? Well, I've done that. I mean, that that was my very
2: first print. Oh, yeah. They they saw me coming a mile away. They're like,
1: this fool will buy anything.
2: So I went in, I was paying for it, and when you're selling the shirts for thirty five, you sell a lot of shirts and yeah, exactly. seven dollar profit to help somebody. Absolutely. So we kind of uh, looked around and like you know what would it cost for us to do it ourselves? Took a few classes, and I went on Craigslist one day, and I'm so impatient. And when I have an idea, I want to do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I looked on a Thursday. On Friday, I flew to Sacramento rented a U-Haul, packed it all up, drove home back on Saturday. And then I had a U-Haul full of equipment and Whoa. nothing to do with it. <laughs> so <laughs> I just went searching real quick to find just oh. a place to put stuff. Oh my God. And the whole idea was to print for, you know, ourselves. Yeah. So I found uh, just a warehouse right here in Tempe, put everything in there. and So we start printing and quickly find rent bills expenses add up real quick like oh my gosh like this has to become a legit business but i didn't want to just print t-shirts to print t-shirts i want to do it for a cause and that's how we came up with give back printing oh man so
1: for those of you that you know don't understand the the brand the, the t-shirt business <laughs> what you do is uh you kind of uh pick out a design and you based on that design, you kind of uh, burn the screens for each layer of color, et cetera, et cetera, after ink and process, and you do all the stuff that goes into it, and you come out with a brand spanking new t-shirt. And so that, you know, each each person is different, and I try to tell people that, like, that your print kind of comes, your designs are are always the, the biggest, like, Like you, you have like 18 different colors the first time go around and you don't realize that like if you go to a regular print shop, they'll do it for you, but you're paying like two grand to, to, to get at least like 10 to to 25 shirts because you have so many colors unless you're doing, uh, direct, direct to garment and even that is uh, expensive. And so... After you have all of this, you know, stuff in your, in your trunk <laughs> and, and sitting in the shop, like what was your, what was your first, what was your first sale? What, like, what did you, who was your first um, person that you you went
2: to? So the day I put all of the equipment in the shop, uh, I went to a local restaurant to eat. Mm-hmm. And the our server was somebody who had a clothing line who I would known previously. Mm-hmm. And I just asked him, you know, what are you up to? He said, you know, just bartending and still doing the t-shirt thing. And I was like, where are you printing at? And he's like, just out of my house. And, you know, <laughs> asking about his equipment and all that stuff And it just seemed like a good fit. And I said, I just bought a print shop. Do you want to print there? He said, yeah. Nice. So he came the next day, and uh, hasn't left yet. Two years, and he's <laughs> still here. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> oh, shit, I gotta take this.
1: Yeah, go ahead. Ready for pickup anytime after eight o'clock. Anytime after eight o'clock a.m. Maybe. <sighs> you gotta think about that, man. Eight a.m. A.m. or p.m. Well, they told me they were gonna be done today. Oh.
2: Oh what! Why would you go in at eight 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 p.m. That's no 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 this email should have been here like at two p.m. today. That sucks. Anyway, Hmm. fire away, Captain. Uh, where were we? We were talking about you
1: and fucking Aaron. I say Aaron because Aaron is, and hopefully we can get him on. I don't know if he'll ever want to do this, but um, Aaron is the owner and proprietor of (laughs) Where Your Roots. (laughs) is correct. Uh, So after meeting Aaron, now you have someone printing, you have someone, uh, you have a business, you have printers and now how did you get from there to opening this place up dumb luck dumb luck (laughs) just (laughs) Just found a place and like flip a coin like there i I went that's (laughs) the spot
2: that's it um no i actually we only signed a seven month lease at the other spot because i had no idea what i wanted to do with this stuff and didn't want to get stuck and when the Kind of came up with the business model of renting out the equipment, teaching classes, all that kind of stuff. I wanted to do it, but in an area where people weren't terrified to come after six p.m. Because where we were previously, yeah, I was scared leaving the shop. It was in just a very <laughs> shady part of town. <laughs> yeah, no one wants to show up at at, at rape central. No. Just like,
1: uh yeah, let's uh, start printing now.
2: Good, yeah. Good reasons don't happen over there. Um, and so the idea was let people come in, teach them how, print their own stuff. And I came with the idea of, well, let's put a store with it and they can actually learn how to sell their products and the retail aspect of it. Mm-hmm. And I drove around, you know, down the mill and a lot of places. And I used to live right down the street, for like six years of college. And I decided, you know, driving back here, we are going to Fort Peaks and we saw this just building that has been empty ever since I can remember. Yeah. So I called the landlord and said, you know, if I come check it out? Came, checked it out, gave us a fair price, said, can I move stuff in tomorrow?
1: <laughs>
2: and we moved it in and just uh, grew from there. And we still have yet to do any marketing. It's just word of mouth and yeah, still running with it. Well, I mean, you have
1: done, we, if, if you know where this place is and you love the, the atmosphere, the atmosphere, and it would be, it, it's, it's a heaven on earth for those uh, people who walk by here. I mean, it's just like one of those tranquil kind of oasis hideaway spots next to a nice brewery. And like, it's a pretty like cool place. And it's just like, there's been a ton of foot traffic and it's it's pretty awesome and it's just you know the thing is is that the the clientele that you have coming here <laughs> we you know with me and then with the other guys who are printing and it's just i think i think it'll get it'll only get better
2: yeah i hopefully people like the idea and yeah people I mean, want to create their own clothing line have somewhere to go now and they're not paying 20 dollars a shirt yeah
1: and that's i think that's I've brought one person in here and we won't name it. <laughs> we won't name that person. I brought one person in here. They started a brand and it, it, I mean, for the most part, it did really well. And they they love uh, the idea of this shop and coming in here and helping out. And I love the idea. Like when I started coming here, I was like, I want to help out as much as possible. And I still do. Yeah. I still, you know, come here every night and like try and do as much as I can with my, you know, with what I have. And so I think that the place here is just built on friendship and family and like people who are that dedicated to being here and helping you out and it, stuff like it's that. It's
2: been amazing. I would say over 80% of the people that print here come and hang out here, help yeah. out. If I need anything, they're here and yeah, don't ask for anything in return. Yeah. And it,
1: I think that's, the greatest part about it is with any kind of Arizona business or any kind of like startup, it's the helping hands and the, the people who kind of believe in you that keep you alive and keep you going and stuff like that. And so, I, you know, and the reason why I wanted Drew to be first in line to kind of uh, head our, our podcast is because Drew is uh, the vital part to this whole thing because he's the one who I've you know, met all of these interesting people from. And it's it's because of him and because of his belief in kind of a community-based program where people come and meet each other and, and, and do the things that they want to do. And so like that, that, having him first in line to kind of demonstrate the kind of people that we love one, being a business owner, and two, being a, a philanthropist and an entrepreneur, and just, I mean, like, um, you you take part in a lot of, like, non-for-profits, like, yeah other love. than Give Back Printing. What, what
2: other? Yeah, love helping non-profits. Uh, I mean, that's what this whole company is based on, is helping others. Um, yeah, we're some really good ones um, my heart is always with <laughs> dogs and kids so yeah definitely lean, lean sure. towards those most but. of the time but uh yeah it's been great we've been able to give back a lot of money been able to print stuff for people that could use that money put it to good use rather than putting what, it to us what is because i know that you have was it mayday or yeah mayday pit rescue which is pit. amazing
1: and then you have uh what are the other well didn't you say you wanted to start a one one with your dad in in mind
2: yeah that's what actually so we still to this day take a dollar on the retail side a dollar per item sold and it goes into a separate account and the goal is to as soon as we sell a million products is to start a no-kill dog shelter Nice. So that's what all. It's my exit strategy. <laughs> <laughs> and I, you
1: know, that's, I think that's a beautiful goal. And it's, I mean, I, from the stories I've heard about your dad, I right. mean, he seemed like a really cool guy and he just meant, he meant a lot to you. And yeah, he, was, he was interesting. He was, yeah. <laughs> he's, he's quite the fella. Well, <laughs> uh, what, awesome. what are your future goals for here? Like, what are, Kind of the next stepping stones that you see in line.
2: Yeah, I mean, we'll. I want to grow customer base still, um, but that, as far as like my dream, that's not. That's to pay the bills. Yeah. What I want to do is start getting more clothing lines in and kind of escalating them from just printing to now how to put together their line sheets, their lookbooks, how to get into retail stores. Yeah. Um, pretty much everything you do after you're done printing. You start off and do that because what I'm finding is people are coming in you know, printing two dozen shirts and your family and friends buy them all. Yeah. So then you're like, sweet, like I can make some money doing this. They come by 200. Now they're sitting with 195 of them still because yeah, everybody knows already bought them. Really know. What do I do next? And that's where I think a lot of people sit. So that's the next goal is help people get to that next stage. Yeah. Well, that's good. I mean, that's for me that that
1: I have started to try and do those next steps and that's where I am because we are looking into stores. We're looking into retail. We're looking into, you know, people that we know that would be interested in doing this. And that's, that, that was our next step. And, yeah. the, and that's what we've been working on. Um, as far, as far as an ultimate, like, let's say 10 years down the road, you're like looking like, what is the ultimate, like, highlight reel of things that to for you that would mean the most like wh- how do you judge your success or what would be the pinnacle thing that you would like to see come out of
2: all of this so if I wake up and I have a few acres of land with hundreds of dogs that are not euthanized then I hit my dream nice a man with the heart <laughs>
1: your three legged one is uh, oh, she's Quite, quite a she. She'll she'll run off if you don't watch her. She's yeah. She's nuts. She's awesome. That <laughs>
2: was uh, a very crazy rescue.
1: But what? What's the story behind that?
2: Like what? Uh, I was I was in Phoenix uh, over by South. No, what's that? Squaw Peak. <laughs> and if you're kind of over there, they have two roads, and you're kind of enclosed by mountains and that hotel and the apartment next to it. So if you're on that road, you're not getting off. Yeah. And it was Sunday about seven o'clock. And As I'm driving away, I see a dog on the top running down in the middle of the street. Mm. So I kind of get in the middle lane, there's three lanes and I slow down and stay behind the dog. And then, so when there wasn't many cars coming, I kind of put my Jeep to an angle so cars couldn't get by me so I could go grab the dog. And as I did that, I was running to get it and it went on one side of the Jeep as I went the other side of the Jeep and an SUV doing probably a solid 60, just went around my Jeep, boom, boom, hit the dog. Dang. Uh, the car just kept on driving. The other cars behind it just kind of were going around this dog that was laying there, which I'm assuming everybody thought it, you know, had passed away, me included. Um, And that's when I just took off sprinting, grabbed the dog, picked it up. It was probably one of the most disturbing visuals I have ever seen in my life. Um, And I ran back to my Jeep and my doors automatically lock. Mm -hmm. So the driver's side's open, because that's the side I got out on and when I took off running for I ran out of my sandals. So I'm barefoot and I'm in the back door trying to get it open, I can't, and I'm freaking out. So I start just kicking my door, yelling at the car behind me to come open this door. So this guy jumps out, he comes, he unlocks the door, opens it. So I set this dog on the floorboard of my Jeep and I run back in. Well now I have, my gas light's been on for a solid 20 miles. It's Sunday, it's seven. Oh, I don't no. know Phoenix at all. <laughs> and I have a dog that maybe alive, probably dead, back end is destroyed. No. Now, what do I do? So I call my sister and I'm so calm, cool, and collect.
0: <laughs> so I'm
2: going nuts. And so she's trying to find this dad. So she's like, oh my gosh, you're so close to one. It's two miles down the road. I'm like, sweet, so I get there, closed. Oh. So, as I'm like banging on this vet's door, there's a restaurant right next door with a patio, and a guy kind of jumps over and he's like, hey, you know, is everything okay? I was like, no, I got this dog. I need to find a vet. Blah, blah, blah. He goes and he looks at the dog. He's like, oh, I don't think the dog made it. I'm like, well, I still want to get it to a vet. Oh, no. So, he kind of gives me uh, a ballpark. There's one like eight miles away. Yeah. So, I'm like, okay, let's try it so i start driving towards there and as i'm driving out of the corner of my eye i see something move and i look back and the dog's head raises its head well it's trying to get up but it can't yeah um so and i have a stick shift so i'm leaning back holding the dog down trying to shift, shift. with my other hand uh, praying like in my head these are the two scenarios that i'd come up with if a cop tries to pull me over he's gonna have to follow me to the vet and then he can, you know, write me a ticket or whatever. Yeah. Or if I run out of gas, I'm in my head I'm thinking, okay, if I keep like a seven-minute mile pace, I can, you know, <laughs> you're, get this dog to, there.
1: <laughs> you're trying to like, okay, all all points points did <laughs> this dog getting to the vet. It just depends on how,
2: how it's going to go Nothing down. <laughs> short of my car being lifted off by an alien ship was going to not get this oh, dog to the vet. That's crazy. So my sister had called the vet prior to say, hey, you know, My brother's bringing this dog, got hit by a car, blah, blah, blah. So I make it, I pull in, and as it happens, there's two vet techs that start walking out. Well, they weren't going at the speed I needed them going at, Mm -hmm. so I freak out on these guys that they need to hurt me. So they come out, they get the dog, they put it on a cart, and they take it inside. And so I go inside, and now at this point, I walk into this vet waiting room, and I look Like Michael Myers, like I have blood all over all over me, and I'm walking out without a dog, without any animal. So imagine the fear on people's face when I just stroll in the bloody mess.
1: Can you imagine if you were like crying and like tears running away with like blood on you, just like yeah,
0: that's
2: pretty much how it was. Minus I had already I'd already finished crying, (laughs) dry tears. Oh yeah. So I go and I talk to the lady at the front, and she said. um, you know, thank you for bringing the dog in. Um, All you have to do is just sign this paperwork and you can go ahead and take off. And I said, I'm about to sign it and I said, you know, just out of curiosity, what do you do with the dog? What happens? And she said, you know, it's in pretty bad shape. More than likely we'll euthanize it or have like a practicing vet, practicing amputation. I'm like, what? like, nope. I was like, I'm not signing this. She's like, well then you can pay for the bill. And then I felt like she was kind of like, testing my manhood not having <laughs> compassion for the yeah, dog so like, right away i'm like okay done i'll do it oh so i like okay she's like you know they're running x-rays right now we have to make sure it's not so badly destroyed that yeah. it has to be put down yeah so i said okay i'll wait so i sat waited for a little bit and the um, doc came out and said you know it's the dog's in pretty bad shape she's one of her back legs had been broken off she has uh five broken ribs oh, and she has yeah. seven pretty deep lacerations Oh my god! and I said you know how inhumane is it to let it live and you know will it come back to health or blah 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 and she said yeah she's like it's dogs like, with three legs do fine she said, yeah. not a big deal she's like ribs heal yeah. cuts yeah. cuts heal like it's not the end of the world she's like it's expensive and I said, that is fine. Like I'll pay for it and I'll try to find the owner. So they went, they went ahead and did the operation for the amputation and I uh, closed up the wounds and we put flyers out, we did all this stuff. And one day went by, two days went by, you know, we would drive down to Phoenix and look at, you know, see the dog every day. And day three, day four, day five, still nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, dog was doing well. It started walking the day after the surgery. Wow. Um, and so after uh, I was in there for almost 11 days, he said, you know, it's time to release the dog. Yeah. You know, what do you want to do? I said, you know, I'll, I'll take it home with me. So, I mean, you paid for pretty much everything to get back to hell. Why like yeah. just taking
1: it home with you? I mean, it is
2: yeah technically well, yours at this point. Yeah, yeah, but if I could find the owner, yeah, you know, I it had kids that loved it. Like I didn't yeah, want no, to take right? it from its home, but I also was not letting them put it down, and I wasn't taking it to the pound. Yeah. So hope came home. Oh, when they asked me what I wanted to name the dog, I said, "Well, you know, let's name it Lucky." And the vet had a bad experience with a dog named Lucky. <laughs> so she said, Will you just any other name than that? And
1: any, any, please, just any other name but Lucky because we've had 37 yeah. Lucky's and every Not one lucky. of them.
2: And she said, You know, what's another name? I said, Oh, you know, how about Hope? She's like, Oh, that's, you know, that's good, you know, for, you know, hoping it makes itself. And I was like, No, I hope the medical bill isn't crazy expensive. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. And so, yeah brought hope home and i had two other dogs at the time and they were getting acclimated gosh and i ended up getting the bill Ooh. and it was disturbing <laughs> uh, that's a phone number
0: or is that i, I thought so they, they
2: they missed a digit or two but no so it ended up being 5200 for everything uh, so i said you know can i make can I I, lay away I I looked in my pocket I have $42 (laughs) I could start with that Um, and they said you know we've never done that before but in this circumstance like you went above above and and beyond beyond. you didn't need to do this so yes we'll set it up and so I decided you know let's do a fundraiser. I do I help out with so many other people, like, I'll do one for myself. Yeah. So, Makayo's in Tempe let us use their parking lot to do a dog wash. Nice. So, you bring down your dog, we'll wash it. One of the Sweet. sororities at ASU were nice enough to come and help out washing the dogs. And we had Sweet. that go for four hours. And in four hours, we raised $2,200. Nice. So, we had a nice chunk that we were able to put towards the bill right there. The vet was so nice. She took away her... Um, Fee for doing the surgery, which was a thousand dollars.
1: Nice. So
2: you we know, were so like, yeah, just almost awesome. done. Almost yeah. done at that point. So just two grand, and wow, she's uh had her since two years now. Two years in March. Wow, jeez. And she has zero idea. She has three legs. Yeah, she like I've seen her walk, like jump from the jeep, and oh, she's she she's mobile. Sorry, yeah, sorry, she's, she's definitely. A cat.
1: Uh, oh my god. Yeah, <laughs> yeah she like, uh, that's and you have some like amazing stories. You go into detail. And it's just it's. I've I've known you for, what's it, what, this is gonna be a, almost a year now, a couple months. Year. And, and it yeah. never ceases to amaze me. <laughs> The absolute anarchy uh, in your stories, and just like the, I, I laugh every time I hear one of your stories because I'm just like, what is? It's like it's like a sitcom. It's like what is uh, Drew getting into today? Like
2: yeah. what kind of shenanigans? I have been fortunate <laughs> enough to live a pretty fun life so far. Right? Uh,
1: so. You got the nonprofit. You got you got the store going. You've got uh, you've got printers coming in. Mm -hmm. You have dogs. (laughs) You have pretty much yeah. You got (laughs) nanny problems. Uh, You know, is there another concept or another? thing mulling over in your head or is there a
2: new idea yet or are you just going to stick with this it's no, kind of like pretty pumped about this business plan it's now just growing it reaching out to growing clothing lines getting more nonprofits, mm-hmm. um, and also now instead of doing just nonprofits, um, just causes for it, individuals yeah it is one we want to get into um, is and, is there a big uh,
1: I guess is there a big outcry for different like people who want to have a nonprofit or an event, a fundraiser,
2: but just don't know how to start it? Yeah, because most of these, the big ones know how. You know what I mean. The people yeah. that have been doing it for a while, they don't need help. They're fine. They're plenty, but you find so many people that just instantly get put into a bad situation where you know a husband dies a kid gets sick how would they know how to do this yeah that's not their day-to-day but people are in need all the time so it'd be nice if they had somewhere or someone to reach out to to get help so Mm -hmm. hopefully that's what we can do yeah
1: but i've seen you do actually a couple of shirts for some and then i've seen you uh do do event posters and things like that and so that's Yep. you have the means and resources to help anyone who is trying to get something out there that you know is an event wise right. now what is your favorite story from... i want to i want to hear your favorite story from here like this place this place like cuz this place gets characters and yes. i have seen i have i have been here by myself when you're not around oh. and we've had some characters come in well, you're not here. It's just I think I think these are if if you have any chance to come into give back printing or come into the store at Brandon, you just sit here for about a good hour or two and you'll have one story to take away. And I promise you it'll be a good one. But I want to hear
2: your favorite one. I have I think the one that comes to mind, I have a I can't even him a customer because he's never spent a dollar, (laughs) but what he does is he comes in and he orders stuff all the time. And then I will tell him the price, and he says, okay, I'll be right back, and he never comes back inside. And then he shows up three weeks later, orders something new, and I give him the price, he said, okay, he's like, I'll be right back. Never shows up. it cracks me up every time, and I just sit and appease him every time he comes in, it's like the first time we've ever met. <laughs> <laughs> like like he has some kind of like
1: uh, what, like an amnesia,
2: and I, he's just
1: like, oh, let me go check out this sprint shop. I'm and it's not like, sure. oh, he's... I think I have this thing for you. Like, yeah, he, you, know, you can make it.
2: He cracks me up, and it's, uh, yeah, it's entertaining as all it can be. And so yeah, so we've taken about five orders from him. And <laughs> not received one dime. Never, never, never paid for anything we've never printed anything <laughs> one day it'll happen
1: one yeah. day one day he's gonna show up every time you appease him like he's gonna expect all of it together in one like sum of gifts and oh, things like that I mean. like where's everything i have all of your money right here yeah, yeah. oh yeah like God, i i hope that that happens like he's some sort of million billionaire you just like I've been trying to like, you know, see if you would crack under the pressure of me coming in day in, day out. And he's like, nope, you didn't crack. So here's like some kind of weird Charlie and the Chocolate Factory thing.
2: Uh, yeah, you'll find out real quick. I, I can't say no and I can't be mean. So. Yes. Yeah,
1: so come on down to take advantage of Drew. <laughs> it's
2: super easy. Yeah,
1: I haven't left in... Uh... <laughs> And so you can do the same thing. Oh, Have so cool. you, <laughs> yay! Uh, I think my favorite story of all time from here is the uh, the the old man with the uh, the, the hat story. <laughs> <laughs> That's
2: a good
1: one. So, what do you let? I'll let you explain what happened because this was. This was hilarious. This was,
2: to me, it was really funny because it was just random. random. Um, yeah, this gentleman comes in, probably late 70s, early 80s. Um, and he says, you know, do you do embroidering? Yeah, sure do. He's like, I want to get a hat embroidered. You know, I have a picture of it. Let me show you. So he pulls out his flip phone and goes through his pictures. And he shows me this hat that says... Ah, uh, geez I should think for a second. Didn't is like just, just a Does it measure up or something like? Just it? a level off something. Just a level off of just, measuring. Or just a bubble off. Oh it it is. Uh something like just a bubble off. And then on the tip of the bill was the you know the, the
1: the measuring level, yeah.
2: Of a level. And I said, Oh, that's you know how funny that is. I was like, that's awesome, you know. How do you need one? And he said, no, I need 80. <laughs> 80 of these? He's like, well, I'm not expecting you to, you know, to glue that on the bill. I just need them embroidered. And I said, oh, do you sell these? He's like, sell them. Wow. <laughs> but I sell them? It's like, I give them to people that deserve it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, my God. Oh, I oh, loved it. Just just his own kind of justice like here's your here's your grand prize for being an idiot like and here's your hat here's your hat (laughs) and what gets me too is like 80 is not a, a easy thing to hide like he has a half he has to have like a truck filled with these things oh without doubt like without a doubt it was just handing them out left and right so if you happen to receive this hat uh take it as an insult and just 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 walk away happy that you have a hat with like a bill like a mesh a level on it (laughs) oh my gosh (laughs) oh my god because that's to me that like you have people like that that come in for the one shirt, the two shirts, the, the the ten shirts. And you don't really, like, you know, every now and again, you'll get people who are interested in starting their own brand like myself. But it's it's a, it's a lot of the times you get the people like, let me get, you know, I want to do a couple of shirts for my event or or my team or something like that. And this was just one of those random moments where it's like, he, he wasn't doing a charity, he wasn't doing an event, he just had this product that was like, this is for stupid people, and I give them out. Yep, yeah, that's very, very true. <laughs> yeah, that was a good one. Oh my gosh. <laughs> well, I, uh, I think, you know, we're almost out of time. Um, let, at the end of this, we, we're going to you know, let you kind of give the events that come might come up and the place to find you, the website, the the whole should be all like Break it down for them, where can they find you, Yeah, where they can follow you, et cetera, et cetera. Come check it out. Come hang out with some like, interesting, fun <laughs> characters. And... <laughs> Get some stuff printed. What's, uh, what's the address and your, your, your website and Facebook and Twitter?
2: Oh, man, I'm so good at social media. <laughs> um, let's see, we are just west of Four Peaks Brewery on 8th Street. The address is 1300 East 8th Street, or Unit 104. Ten B eight five two eight one. My Twitter handle is no. I have no <laughs> idea of social media.
1: <laughs> well, Alex is is taking reign of that. I mean, I'm pretty sure. I mean, they can let's,
2: find you on Give Back Printing. Yeah, go yeah. to GiveBackPrints.com. Uh, yeah. GetMeBranded.com. Okay. DrewRules.com. <laughs> nah. so that's that's got to be in there somewhere. <laughs>
1: You me and Drew.com I ended up
2: buying DrewRayner just in case I ever did become famous.
1: <laughs> so
2: far, it has I have, no use. <laughs>
1: I have lost no. You know what I found out? I googled myself one time, and this was the worst. Like it, I think it was right before college, and I just wanted to see like Jose Acevedo is pretty much like a synonymous like big like it's a normal name. Yeah and so i i take a look and it's like an mlb player and then it like scroll down a little bit you get like an actor and it's just like you have all these the one thing that i was really proud of though because in high school we had participated in a um, composership kind of like you yeah. know, doing music and whatnot and <laughs> i got on someone uploaded my um, my music like composership because we went to the grand canyon music festival nice and they post like they posted it and it was like my my song and and what the name was and i was like one of the top like i was because there was really no person of my name doing music it's like mine was like the top Uh, video like yeah that's awesome (laughs) way to go pat on the back
2: (laughs) yeah i don't like googling (laughs)
1: yeah. <laughs> I, dude, there's some people who will do like the Google alerts, like you know actors, and the, but there I've met a couple of people who Google alert, and they're just like realtors or like yeah. you know just like random normal folk. Google Drew Rainer <laughs> Oh my gosh. Let's see, let's see what comes out. Google <laughs> Drew. Like that or R E Y N E R. Uh, your LinkedIn comes in. Is that uh, yours? Is the first image. What do you Like, you're the top. I'm image. Everything you're, yeah, you are. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, you are everything. Look at this the Arizona Central, like, screen printing. They, they did an article
2: on you. That's what are you talking about? Drew, Rick- look at look at the picture of the old my old shop off of Mill. The, oh no, Go, that's- the second one look in the background do i even want to know
1: what (laughs) what why do you have a little kid flipping off
2: i found it hilarious and so my business my rules Who's this guy? Is that the... Oh, my old business partner. Is that
1: the one that we're looking for? Yeah, he's useless. Did <laughs> <laughs> you want to tell that story just real quick? I absolutely uh, not. It's <laughs> <infuriate me. laughs> just angry you and go on a manhunt. <laughs> we well, need to find this guy. Yes. Yeah, so anyways, if you find if you search, I guess if you Google Drew Rainer, <laughs> you can find pretty much everything. All the life's in there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, go you know branded uh you know like them on the Yelps, on the Googles, and on the face on the Facebookies and all the Googles, all, all the, the Googles. So yeah, and um, any events, anything big coming up, you know, in the next month or two that we should all look
2: out for. Um, we are doing a re-grand opening for branded.
1: Okay, re-grand opening.
2: Um. For this side, we've got a few things in the works, nothing, nothing Mm -hmm. cemented. Okay. I like to pencil things in, pens just seems a
1: little too permanent for me. (laughs) Some might say that that's a phobia of uh, committed relationships. Hence why I'm not married. <laughs> <laughs> Hence why? Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you for joining us. Hopefully, we'll get you back in here. And uh, I, I mean, I think you're hilarious. And well, I would you. love to have you as co host. Um,
2: yeah, if you, ever, if you want to ever do a, uh, a, shenanigans, a story time,
1: a story time. I can, I can keep you, yes, we will, keep we will do you. a story time. <laughs> like, we'll do a specific story time. Tell your best story. Uh, Podcast. So, uh, yeah. uh, until next time, uh, keep a lookout for all of your local Arizona businesses. Uh, you know, uh, like us, give us some feedback and uh, enjoy your, uh, you know, your life. Enjoy doing what it is. I'll come. By, I'm gonna come up with a cool end to this because this is—is is this the word? Like, how do you end? Zip pot- it up. Dip, <laughs> zip, zip it, it out. out. <laughs> <laughs> so good. <laughs> All <right>. Oh, man. <laughs>